Welcome to the Momfully You podcast. I'm your host, Chastity Holcomb, a trauma therapist, a fellow high-achieving mama, and after years of my clinical experience helping hundreds of people recover from unhealthy family cycles, I'm here to help moms transform what it means to be an emotionally healthy mom in your family. I believe the generations shift when moms heal. So on this podcast, I'm going to walk you through how to do it all while honoring God in the process. So come on in, grab a blanket, and let's lean all the way in. We have all come face to face with mom rage. And there can be a lot of shame in confusion and like guilt that comes along with mom rage. Where did this come from? Why is it here? Why do I feel this intense feeling of anger? You feel it throughout your whole entire body. Your thoughts are just, you see black or red. It's just anger. The deep, deep built pent up anger, right? Sometimes I like to think about anger as like an older sister who has been telling the little kids in the neighborhood to stop picking on her sibling and they didn't listen. So then anger, the older sister had to step in and be like, I said, to me, that's how I see anger. It's like all warning signs have been fired. I've sent a pigeon. I've sent a letter in the mail. I've sent a smoke signal. I've texted you, emailed you, FaceTimed you, Skyped you, Zoomed you. I've I've sent you a DM on Instagram. I've sent you a thread. And and you just going to act like you didn't hear me. Older sister, show them what's good. So then anger comes. And it's like, you're going to hear me. You're going to hear me war. A lot of people grew up in a home where there was a lot of anger. They express their anger through yelling um, arguing, um, sometimes physical violence, right? Um, but they, that was their expression of anger. Some folks express anger by suppressing the anger, the anger and turning it inward or shutting down those big emotions, but instead giving a silent treatment. We've talked about the silent treatment before on how detrimental it is to a child and trying to gain the attention and figure out what is actually going on emotionally for the parent, but there is no interaction. Both of these can be harmful. Both of these can create wounds and messages around anger. And I think that any mom can come against mom rage, truly, even if they don't have a trauma or childhood wounds because there are a lot of emotions that just go into the day to day and you're experiencing things for the first time, right? So if it's your first child and they're, they're throwing tantrums for the first time, that is completely new experience. And you don't know what to do with all that energy, the, the, you know, embarrassment. If, if you're out in public, the like confusion of not knowing truly what to do to help your child through that, the, um, humiliation, even that comes with that, the, um, uh, desire for things to stop. Like, I just want this to stop. 
And so it can be triggering. And if a lot of tantrums are happening, if you're not getting a lot of support around those things, day in, day out, you wake up, all these demands are put on you and it's pent up because it had your emotions haven't been expressed, then mom rage can happen, right? So it's not just a trauma thing, but I think it's important to see how trauma can play into the way that we express anger um, in the now, right? And so... Um, we often mimic what was modeled, especially in these times of anger, expression of anger. Um, and if we don't kind of come face to face with managing the, our emotions in the right way, especially as children, then you are reprimanded, right? So being reprimanded for crying, being reprimanded for expressing anger or frustration or um, saying that something was hurtful to you or saying that you're mad, right? And the response being, who are you talking to like that? Who do you you think you're talking to? Or um, you're getting a little too snappy. You're being ridiculous. It's it's, it's not that bad. I don't know why you're so upset or angry. You act like I did something devastating. You act like I killed you, right? And so it's like the, the, uh, the need they're pushing on you, the pressure, the need to suppress those feelings and the habit of suppressing feelings often leads to mom rage, right? So today I want to talk about the anger agreement and how we can use this um, thought process, this methodology to stop mom rage, manage mom rage before it gets to the explosive rage that we see. So the anger agreement is what I think of what comes to mind is you and anger have an agreement. You have this contract, this code that somewhere, let's just say childhood, because a lot of things start there. But somewhere you've made this contract and said, I can't be seen fully without you present. Because sometimes what happens is people don't really look at you or people don't give you the attention until you're mad, until you're screaming, until you've said it 17,000 times and now you have to yell it, right? So you look at anger and you say, all right, in order for me to be seen, I need to yell, Can you help me with that? Anger is like, yeah, you got it. I promise you I'll show up. The other agreement I see is I can't be heard without you. So you're telling anger in order for me to be in order for me to be heard taken seriously. I need to yell. I need to say it in a big, bold, loud volume for people to hear me, to hear my words. Once I have their attention again, once they see me, then I can kind of taper it down a little bit, but I need you to help me with that because I don't really know how to do it without you. The anger agreement. If you show up for me, I'll show up for you. If you can help me with this, then I'll keep you around. And we learn to function from this place with this agreement. Cause like I said, this is, this is what can be modeled a lot of times in the home, right? If you saw your parents, um, having a disagreement or argument, it's only done through yelling. 
It's never really done through, hey, let's talk about this. Um, you said this, blah, blah, blah. Now, as children, for a lot of um, folks I talked to, the they never saw a healthy um, a healthy or a calm, civilized disagreement between their parents. The parents either yelled in front of them or they yelled when they were in the other room and they thought the kids couldn't hear. But we hear everything. Kids hear everything, right? So it's this thing of like, if I need to communicate something that I'm really serious about, I got to yell. I got to be angry. That's the only way people are going to listen to me, to hear me, to take me seriously. I got to have this agreement with anger. If you show up, I get seen. Thank you. If you show up, I get heard. Thank you. There's another way though. I wholeheartedly believe and know this to be true from clinical experience with lots of clients is this, the root of anger doesn't start at yelling. So when we think about, okay, I want to break up with this agreement. I don't want her no more. I don't want to have to be loud and yelly and have this rage in order for me to feel seen or heard by anybody or, or snarky for people to be like, what did you say? And then I can repeat it, you know, and, and maybe apologize later, but at least I got it off my chest. When you're trying to get out of that, trying to create a new normal, trying to communicate your feelings without anger present, the root of not using anger to speak your and communicate your emotions, it doesn't start with yelling. So a lot of people just say, I don't want to yell anymore. Very true. I hear you. Yelling is probably not the best thing to do. <laughs> and I've yelled plenty of days and I always feel bad and guilty after So I'm like, dang it. There we go again. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> right? But a lot of times yelling is a symptom. It is the surface of what's happening underneath. That's not the root. It didn't start when you um, the anger didn't start when you started to feel your blood boil. Right. And the chills going through your veins and just, you know what I'm talking about? It didn't start the moment even that you denied your emotions. Here's when it starts. Here's, here's when uh, mom rage and anger, this agreement with anger starts. It starts when you deny yourself the vulnerability of your emotions. When you judge your emotions before it gets to madness. Because remember, we've all heard about the uh, iceberg analogy. Anger is what we see. There's so many other emotions and experiences that are happening underneath sea level, disappointment, agitation, sadness, judgment, misunderstood, all of these other feelings that pop up and we just see anger. So the, the symptom of yelling is not the root, but if you deny yourself the vulnerability of I'm disappointed, I don't like where I'm at. I'm dissatisfied. I feel judged every time I do this. I feel misunderstood. Nobody actually understands me. They don't take me seriously. No one hears me for, for, for what I'm saying. I have to get rough for them for them to get it. It requires your vulnerability of the loneliness that you feel because it's difficult for you to express your emotions. Maybe you feel like it's childish. Maybe you feel like you're, you're too old to not know how to say that hurt my feelings. 
But because you feel childish for feeling childish, you're not going to tell nobody. And it requires your vulnerability to come out of that space. And you don't want to. It's hard to. Maybe I should say it like that because I don't think you want to stay there. Right. I just think it's really hard to. But it starts getting out of this mom rage and anger agreement starts with being vulnerable, feeling okay, and seeing it okay to feel the things that happen before you get angry without feeling weak, right? Healing looks like I've, I've allowed myself to kind of take inventory of how I feel, and I'm not going to judge myself. I'm going to tell the person that I feel offended by that they did in fact hurt my feelings. I didn't like it when you said it like that. It just, I don't know, it it reminded me of X, Y, and Z. Maybe something in your childhood, maybe something in a different relationship, maybe something that happened last week that was particularly hurtful. Um, Next time, can can you say it this way or can you word it in a way to where I hear it? I hear it and not your anger or your shade, right? Um, healing looks like when you feel, particularly with your kids, because again, there's lots of opportunities for emotions to be pent down because they developmentally are not at an emotionally mature. They're counting on us to help co-regulate them in their system. So they quite literally are emotionally immature by design because they're developing in that area. Right. So you say, hey, we can't hit or we have to leave Target and no, you cannot get another toy. <laughs> that, one, that one's personal. Um, and they fall out into a tantrum or you say, get in the car, let's buckle in. And they're brailing all across the earth. And you're like, we're going to be late. So you're repeating yourself. You're trying to say it kindly and nicely and trying to set those gentle boundaries because you want to be a gentle, calm parent. And it ain't working. When you recognize those um, moments that you get that way or you recognize, you know, it's going to be tough for me to load all the kids in the car. Can you do it at a different time when you have support? If not, can you give your time, uh, give yourself more time than you usually do and not feel rushed? What are the other support things that can happen so that you kind of mitigate this mom rage happening? Do you need to set boundaries with people that are not your children, that are people that are not your husband, right? At work, somebody been playing keyboard gangster. You know, when um, a lot of our, um, I have always been virtual with my private practice and coaching, but a, a lot of companies went virtual after 2020. And so the same energy that is given in the office is not always the same energy that's given over Zoom. And so you might have some keyboard gangsters and they're saying things and they're being snarky that typically they probably wouldn't be that way in person. And it's starting to get to you. And you you don't necessarily know how to handle it, but you know you will handle it. <laughs> I don't want you to rage out on them, right? So what conversations need to be had? What boundaries need to be set? Even if you don't want to say anything to them, how can you not engage with their comments? Um, take an inventory of like, what happens? What's the buildup process? Why is this happening? Is it, that, is it a time thing, a person thing, a relationship thing? Um, I think when if you still have a relationship with your mom, dad, or both, 
Um, and you do have a history of childhood wounds from them and you find it difficult to set boundaries with them. That also can aid into this anger agreement, right? This, um, unless I hang up on my parents and won't get it unless I'm snarky with them or try to play their games of, of, of being uh, passive aggressive. It, we can't be in communication with each other. Right. But over time, if you have that open line of communication with them over time, the anger from that can actually carry over. So if you don't feel safe enough to express your anger to them, you will express it in a different aspect of your life. You'll express it within yourself. You'll express it within your marriage, with your children at work. It's going to come out. Feelings are designed to come out. So it will. Maybe not in, uh, maybe not attached to your parents, but it will come out. And so again, thinking about those boundaries that need to be set with them. I can't let you talk to me like that. I know maybe you say you're kidding, but that was hurtful. Please don't say that. Right. Um, mom rage, stopping mom rage, ending the anger agreement is something that we can work on together so that you don't feel this, uh, humiliation, this shame, for having explosive moments, this embarrassment for being too old not to know how to tell people they hurt your feelings, um, managing your emotions, working with your emotions before they get explosive is a skill. And if it's a skill, it means that it can be worked on, worked through, worked with. So if that is of interest to you, go to momfullyyou.com backslash coaching um, to book your free call with me to see how I can support you in being able to stop this mom rage in its tracks. <laughs> we are tearing up the contract. We are no longer in the anger agreement. We are on to brighter futures. All right. Momfullyyou.com backslash coaching to get started. As always, thank you so much for coming to chat with me today. I had a blast. I can't wait for us to do it again. But until then, take care.